on this amazing episode of my first step ever we discuss how you can rebalance your mind body and soul with effective steps that you can start taking today so come on let's have a go at it hey there i am ishani nigam and you have tuned into my first step ever podcast I realized life's too short to postpone your dreams and too long to live someone else's. So after failing thousand times and finally on a journey to fulfill my dreams of impacting people's life through what I do the best, entertain and educate through podcasting, digital content creation and thought leadership. On this podcast, I uncover stories that help you see why you must do what you want in life. build conviction to follow them and how to build systems to sustain them and if you are an entrepreneur or a brand seeking exactly the same then i'm up for a chat on my instagram handle which is at my first step ever underscore in but for now if you want to achieve your goals and build never failing systems then what are you waiting for let's get started welcome on my first step ever the 76th power packed episode of my first step ever we are going to learn a lot about your own self and how do we do that we have an expert joining us please join me in welcoming paul rightson hi paul hi shani it's great to be here thanks for having me on your show i am super excited to have you because i think at this point in time a lot of us need to rebalance ourselves to touch base with our inner self and i suppose that's exactly what we are going to learn so paul guides and supports everyone whoever wants to seek his support in breaking down barriers and past beliefs to connect you to your true self and to become the best version of yourself and you have the ultimate life that you want basically he helps you seek the answers that's deep rooted inside he's also passionate about sharing the simple ways in which connecting our breath and body can change how we function how we think and the process emotions and how we age you know that is something very interesting before we get into how he does all these things where did he get this you know experience from the passion from what would be very interesting is to understand that what were the circumstances that shaped his life while he was growing up and what mindset did you carry then for it was a fun upbringing i've got two older brothers and uh, my parents as well we used to go a lot childhood memories is uh, like holidays to the beach you know in mum and dad's caravan we used to go probably about two or three times a year to do that and it was all around i guess getting out into nature and more sort of relaxation mum and dad had a small business so it was they were all quite busy and and dad wasn't i guess over um home all that often as a child but when we used to go away we used to sort of like have that downtime together a lot of backyard cricket and sports and things like that so it's sort of a very active outdoor i guess uh upbringing but in saying that weren't too many emotions shown as well so one of the things i guess I, struggle with as i grew older is like uh how to express and show emotion so that sort of shaped i guess the way i was sort of thinking back then especially when i moved into teenage years as well uh, it was a little bit confusing because i always felt it different to to some of the other people and um not my peers or friends i guess and being in the town that i or the city that i grew up in there was that sort of male 
stereotype, and I think it's sort of he's slowly breaking down now. But that you, you basically to be a proper man, you don't show emotions. You have to sort of have that tough sort of like physique or tough sort of mentality. And that's I really struggled with that for, for many years because that, that that didn't seem congruent to me, and it definitely didn't tap into my heart and what I actually desired. So I guess that's a bit of a summary of you know my upbringing and you know where I changed and where I am now. I guess. Totally relatable, Paul. I would really say. I mean, for a lot of men, for sure, and but for a lot of uh, females as well. You know, when you're growing up, the one feeling that you get if you don't have the right environment, or maybe there there are incidents that happen that you know that you don't connect with a lot of people, and no one really understands you. And you're great. so for before moving on, Paul. I because you've mentioned that I really want to kind of dig deep over here and get into your head. because i think people who are listening to us are youngsters and they are maybe just starting out their career so it could probably help them out maybe analyzing themselves as well so with your journey paul as you mentioned that you felt quite uneasy about your emotions and about you could not connect with a lot of people can you now understand why that was so and how did you come out of it yeah i think well now obviously i'm older and looking back on that i think it's um and it's a very you know hard thing to do i think when you're comparing yourself to other people as well and stepping away from that and just having gratitude for who who you are or who I was as an individual but you know that that's just not easy that's not an overnight thing that can happen overnight so it's i guess it's also finding a group of peers or group uh, or, or friends that actually support you for who you are as well and not trying to change and, and therefore you're not trying to fit in with that particular group Because if I look back now, some of the people I was hanging around with yeah, back in that school time or just after school, you know, a few of them I'm in contact with still. But I mean, it's not. I wasn't. I guess I was looking for that true connection as a friend, and and around that time, I was very confusing because I was, I was still looking, and I really wasn't, you know, I guess connected to what exactly what I wanted. Therefore, I was sort of like a bit confusing the people I was hanging around with as well. So, it's really, is, I guess. having the i guess the confidence the awareness to actually stepping away and just being connected to who you actually are as a person and that's probably some of the things that I learned after you know well after school on how to do that and why the importance of that to do that i mean it's it's not a it's not a sorry it's not an easy thing to do just to sort of you know stepping in away from and that and then being totally comfortable who you are like I mean it's just an ongoing process and that's where i guess it's so important to go through that process because that's where you start to really live life on you know who you're meant to be in this life and therefore doing the things that you actually are um connected to i totally agree with you paul over there and i think you've touched upon a very very sensitive issue for a lot of us because a lot of people even still at this age when they even grow up they still don't understand that why they're not comfortable with themselves and i think this is a great learning whenever you're able to realize it that you know the kind of people you hang out with matters a lot but before that what really matters is that you understand who you are and what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with so i think that was a great great insight that you have shared for our listeners right now you know, um started your career uh, you just fresh out of university uh, you did have a very um what to say enjoyable time while you were working or i think you felt stuck over there that did not make any sense to you are you able to take our listeners through that time that what went on and why did you feel like that yeah absolutely yeah you spot on there there's a couple of things that happened in when i was in so i guess the corporate 
uh, world and, and part of the uh, corporate roles that I had that I lost a family member significantly changed the way I looked at life as well. So that was a big significant part of my life because then I sort of moved towns, well, moved cities. I, I, I was in a um, relationship that I wasn't connected to. So I moved from that as well. And then I decided to change careers as well. So all of that happened, not not in a, like six months or anything, but in a sort of, I guess, a couple of years, all that sort of changed in my life. And the reason being, I guess, especially for the career side of things, I left that, that because I, I remember you know, looking around at others uh, in the same sort of uh, position that I was in and they they were younger than what I was, but they looked 10 years older. And, and I thought, you know, I'm going through all this stress and hard work. What's it giving me back? And financially, it was great, but, you know, my health and well-being was certainly wasn't. So, so it was that side of things. And then there was the, I guess, the relationship side of things as well. So I, guess I got to a point in my life where, and this is where you know, the mantra I live by, I live fully now, is that I didn't want to waste any more time in my life being in, in relationships, whether it was a, um, a spouse or friends or but yeah, anyone that didn't really serve who, who I or connect into who I was. So, yeah, I mean, it's looked around to other, at other couples that are sort of in this, you know, that, that were in my life at the time yeah. and their relationship wasn't quite, you know, it, didn't, it wasn't something that I looked up to. So, I mean, I looked, then I started to look at my relationship and that wasn't really something that I was proud of either. So one of those things where I wanted to make sure that I've, you know, I've only, I've only, we've only got one life and I just didn't want to sort of waste any more time. And that's when yeah, I started to make some significant changes in my life. Yeah, I, I believe this was like one of your uh, life-defining moments, a kind of a point that came into your life that a lot of things change. Uh, losing a loved one is very difficult. Um, my heart goes out to you and I hope things have fared well now for you from that time. I, I do see a theme over here, you know, I think you are a very giving person and you really value relationships and that's why you have put a lot of emphasis every time on making things work for you, be it professional relationships or personal. And what I really like is that when you did realize that something's not working right, you just took a step back and you thought and you did take an action about it. You just did not keep going ahead with the relationships that did not serve you. And these relationships also mean in professional sphere as well, because if you're not happy in either of the aspects of your life, it's, it's going to be very difficult to, you know, go on with your life. So for all the audience and you, your viewers, this is a very important, uh, you know, a, an aspect of life which Paul is sharing with us. He has spent about a decade, you know, his own journey. He has lived, he's understood, he has his own understanding of how things should be for him. But it's a great way for you to analyze how things have been for you lately and is this what you really want? So, Paul, moving ahead, now that you had this sort of realization that, you know, you need to change something. There was a time when you met a yoga guru in Australia. So how did that things change your mindset? And I think that led you to your business, which is coaching and helping people rebalance. So please take us through your first step and what was it all about? Absolutely. Yeah. So I met my friend Sanjay in Sydney when I was living in Sydney and his mum was a Swami, Swami Saraswati in Sydney. So I was always connected to like the different philosophies and, and just the way of self-healing. And I didn't really know too much about it, but I was always, I guess, the Eastern cultural or culture, whatever it is, whether it's Asian or whatever it might be, ways of thinking, but also breathing and things like that. So I didn't really know too much about 
all of that side of things. And then Sanjay took him took me to his mum's place and or well, his place where he was living. And Swami, I guess, was um, one of those people that as soon as you meet her, she's um, very giving, but also uh, very obviously knowledgeable. And um, I was just fascinated, like fascinated with the whole culture, fascinated with her way of life, fascinated how the actual place um, ran, like it's still running the same, where they get volunteers basically to come and stay, help out and, you know, get accommodation and, and food in return. Like, I mean, it's still running like that now. So, like, I was just totally like in awe of this whole culture and and the way that you can it's almost like giving something and not expecting anything in return sort of type yeah. culture so like that that sort of drew me into that I guess the yoga side of things but it, for me it's the, the whole yoga thing and this is I guess where Swami taught and Sanjay taught me a lot too is that it's not just yoga it's not just yoga it's a whole lifestyle thing so whether it's how you're treating yourself how you're treating others you know uh, what you do in the morning you know, set you up for the day. Uh, so all of this, these new ways of living came into to my, I guess, environment. And I was like absolutely fascinated with it. So that's how that all, that yoga side of things started. So pretty exciting. That's quite interesting. And uh, it's, it's good to know that uh, I think that's how things worked out for you. Because I remember you mentioning a while back that you were not happy with the kind of people, surroundings, the relationships you had. But then I think you made an effort to kind of have good people, the people you could connect with. And I think that led you to another thing. Person whom you could connect to took you to something even bigger. And you really started liking it. And that really helped you in your life. So that's how we see, you know, how people that you can connect with, you resonate with, can really help you lead the way in different ways. I mean, it was really interesting to know that, Paul, uh, how it all started. From there, when you were uh, all set up for, you know, yoga, you really liked the ideology behind it. I suppose you started doing it. When was the first time that you thought that, let me be a coach and... I think often people want to know that how does one get the confidence of, you know, let me just make a move, let me just make a start. So if you could just take us through that. Yeah, that's a good question because not knowing where to start is probably one of the hardest things. My wife uh, now, Veronica, and myself are at a um, work, um, not a work conference, a weekend sort of um, conference, I guess, and there's different speakers and that's when we met our coach I guess and that's when we sort of fell in love with what she did and we went down the coaching path as well I mean combining the yoga and the and the rebalanced coaching is a it's, it's quite a powerful thing because you're, you're shifting sort of things in a physical state I guess uh, with um, yoga and also the breathing but then you're also with the coaching you're shifting things that are you know basically emotions and you know beliefs or whatever so it has that sort of whole I guess uh, well, whole approach to um, you know to through our personal development and moving forward, but yeah, well, so not but and where to start? Like, I mean, it's it's probably one of the hardest things. Is you just for me, I just had to find the right person. So I knew some of these things are out there. I just didn't um, connect in with a lot of people, and it's just I guess knowing. I remember writing a list out of things that I actually enjoy doing, like whether it's even just going for a walk or you know, writing or whatever it might be, just giving, writing out a full list and then picking like a top 10 out of that list. And that sort of like started to direct me into to the area that I'd, I want to sort of be in. So that was like probably one of the first things I did when I really didn't know what I wanted to do leaving, um, you know, like the corporate world and which direction or even where to sort of start looking. But once I started like looking, I guess, at my personal interests and what 
or actually enjoy doing, whether that could be a, an actual uh, gets a job. That was one of the things I did through the um, whole process as well. Very, very intriguing. And I think your process sounds so, so interesting. One, I think my highlight and one takeaway from your first steps, I think, would be that you took out the time to write things down that what you really enjoyed. Because I actually heard somewhere, someone say somewhere that do not think or try to analyze things in your head. Just write everything down because you will always confuse yourself and you will never reach at a conclusion. So Paul, thank you so much. Uh, it has been so interesting chatting with you today, getting to know you, how you grew up, what were your apprehensions, what you really learned around the time while you were working in corporate and how you finally came to this space and took your first step. And the struggles, the first steps are so scary. So before we just wrap up for today, I do have a very interesting question. Probably that's something that you are an expert at. For our youth for, for and for our people who are listening to us today and watching, what are the top three tips that you can give them if they want to repurpose or rebalance you know, their mind, body, and soul? Yeah, great question. One of the big ones for me, it works and, and clients do this all the time as well, is taking the shoes off and walking out in nature. So whether it's you know, on the grass in the backyard or the nature strip in the, if you live in the city, whatever it might be, it's just getting that connection and grounding. Because uh, I guess we'd say so many of us with the technology and things, we, we have, we've lost that disconnection to, to really tap into the, the earth and the, uh, the energy from the earth. So that would be probably one of the big ones definitely one of the big ones and you can even do this at the same time it's just slowing things down like just and just breathing you know be consciously aware of bringing that even breath in so have, have a nice uh, deep inhale and have the same um, exhale with the same number of seconds I mean that's like instantly slows down the mind and body as soon as we start doing that so and just enjoying while doing that not just going for a walk, say, to get to the shops or something, just actually enjoy the walk and just be mindful of the surroundings, whether it's the birds, the trees, or, you know, even the cars, whatever it might be, just, just be more aware of surroundings. And then a big one, another big one is uh, being grateful for what you actually have, not what we don't have. So, I mean, it's, um, it's easy to keep saying that, you know, there's so many things we don't have, but once we start looking at what we do have, we actually find that we actually do have a lot. Very, very valuable three piece of advice over there. And I think my favorite would be the last one to be grateful, to be grateful for what you have and not keep complaining for what you don't have. That is such a great, um, you know, learning, I would say, and advice and tip because I have felt the difference. When I used to keep complaining, oh my God, why I don't have this? Why did this not happen? And I could see that I'm always complaining. But then a shift, mind shift sort of thing happened with me. And I started, you know, kind of being grateful for what I have. And I used to just let go what did not happen. It was great. I started to feel better, happier, and I could see more things happening in my favor. So this perspective shift really does happen. So thank you, Paul, for sharing those with us. And before we take a leave from you, I just want, I, I always ask my guest speakers for a saying that they really resonate with. Yeah, perfect. Well, the, uh, the quote I love is from Eckhart Tolle. So it's similar to what we we're just talking about being grateful for what you have so his quote is i've just got it written down just beside me so acknowledging the good you already have in your life is the foundation of all abundance so acknowledging the good you already have in your life is the foundation of all abundance very very powerful i am so glad that i had a chance to have you on my podcast as a guest speaker it was 
an honor to have you paul because i think i definitely can say that you are an amazing coach just by the fact that when i'm talking to you i can feel that calmness and that stability when you're talking to me that i am also at a level i feel calm and i can speak to you right now so <laughs> it's been really lovely chatting with you thank you paul for being on my first death ever so paul where can our listeners or viewers find you if they really like what you said and they want to get to know you more and what sort of help that you provide perfect probably the easiest way is i've got a private facebook group which is live fully now with paul wrightson so uh, if they just type in live fully now with paul wrightson or with live fully now into our uh, facebook they uh, should find the page and then they can um, send through a request to uh, join the group It'd be awesome to have mm. everyone in there lovely i will leave that note for sure for our listeners and it was amazing thank you so much for being there with us throughout this episode and i know that you have really really felt calm the way i have with paul today so thanking paul for joining us today and before i take your leave as i always say start believing in yourself and keep believing in yourself hi my friends if you have reached thus far today firstly thank you so much it really means that you have learned something out of today's episode and you have enjoyed So why don't you share it with me and let me know that what is that you have learned and what would you like to listen more in the upcoming episodes. I love to build a relationship with my viewers and audiences and know what really is that helping them. So you can follow me on my Instagram handle which is at my first step ever underscore IN and subscribe to my YouTube channel for weekly video updates. And yes, if you like what I do over here, follow my first step ever on Google, Apple or Spotify and please drop your rating to my show and comment. Well, this can be a way you can help me achieve my dreams to reach out to millions who need to hear this as I help you in your journey in taking the first step ever. Until next time, start believing in yourself and most importantly, keep believing in yourself.